Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Keeping On with Mackie and Kaiser. I'm Mackie. And I'm Kaiser. And tonight we've got a stupendously planned episode for you guys. Oh. Uh, we mentioned this in the uh, the pre-show, but normally we actually don't have a roadmap. But today we just have, I'm going to call them loose guidelines. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we're going to kick it off as we normally do. Kaiser, how you been keeping on? I've been keeping on pretty well. Um, it's been a good week. Got to see family and some family friends. Um, you know, we stayed safe. We we stuck to the, the guidelines, you know, no more than 10 people. Um, unfortunately, we had somebody who may have been, may have come into contact with COVID. So we had to, you know, definitely stay six feet apart and, you know, be really safe with that. But it was still fun. Um, it was really nice this year um, being able to be with family on Thanksgiving. I know... Um, the general idea was to, you know, stay away, just keep, stay safe. But I think you could stay safe and, you know, you know, like a lot of people aren't going out to work. They're just going to the grocery store. So there's not a lot of opportunities for contact. Um, so yeah, we were safe and usually I'm working on Thanksgiving or Christmas or working on both. So it was nice to actually have the whole day to kind of just, you know, Spend time with loved ones, which is really cool. For sure. Um, which kind of gets into our first topic a little bit. But that's kind of what happened with my week. I uh, was planning for Thanksgiving. Um, and I I made a... Or Allison and myself made a cheesecake. We made two cheesecakes. Ooh. Um, they were pumpkin cheesecakes, so they were very delicious. Nice. Just imagine pump, pumpkin pie and cheesecake having a baby, and it's... Oh, so good. Um, took half of the cheesecake, one of the cheesecakes to my grandparents to just drop off because um, they were staying home this year because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're older. Um, and, yeah, just had a good week. Yeah, good week, good time with family. So, Mackie, how have you been keeping on? I've been keeping on well. We, uh, you know, same kind of deal. Um, it's tough to do Thanksgiving with kids, uh, because, and, and I mean, really just in relationships when you gotta, you know, kind of pick a family or go split your time between both. And, um, you know, we had, uh, we normally do both but the last last year and this year we've been spending it with Whitney's family um we had a really good time uh they love turkey (laughs) Hmm. uh and you know uh Harvey had his first Thanksgiving which is you know pretty cool pretty fun uh Mason Mason had a good time hardly ate a thing which blew my mind but uh (laughs) you know he uh his grandma got him a cupcake that was that looked like a turkey, and he ate the cupcake all day. So you know, whatever he had, he had a cupcake. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, we we had a good time. Um, and then you know, like like you said, this week was kind of just mentally and 
physically preparing for that, but, uh, you know, moving in the midst of that, uh, today Mm -hmm. we got a storage locker and we're starting to move, you know, boxes and things that are already packed in there. Huge shout out to my parents, uh, and Whitney's dad, cause they've, uh, my parents have helped us like move stuff into the storage unit. And then Whitney's dad has supplied us with boxes and tape. And, uh, we have a playground out back that has like rubber nuggets in it. He's giving us, um, some supplies in order to house the nuggets for their transport. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, just immense help from both sides of the family. Um, really cool, you know, to have support like that. So huge shout out to, to both or all of them. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, spending time with the boys, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we found this app game that is, uh, Mason has a favorite TV show. It's called the sunny bunnies. I think we've talked about it here. Um, Mm, maybe, yeah, but there's a match three game where you have to touch the bunnies and, you know, they you collect them and all this stuff. But um, he's obsessed with it. He loves it so much. And it's so cute to see him, like, touch one of the the colorful bunnies and then, like, light up. And just, like, he does, like, a little dance every time that they go mm. away. It's, it's super cute. But, um, I mean, seeing him grow up. Every week is crazy. Seeing Harvey change every week is crazy. Harvey has teeth now. He's saying "dada." He, I swear, he said "mama" earlier today. Uh-huh. Um, what one of the? Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. One of the cool things about this cast for for both of us um, is that we're we're almost like digitally archiving part of our lives. Yeah. So we'll be, you know, when we're older, I'll be able to show the kids like, this is when, you know, you were, you know, Mason was two and Harvey was six months and then moved up to nine months and all, you know, all this crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, just cool week spending time with friends and family. And it, it was, it's kind of a retrospective every year. To see like how thankful we are for everything that's gone on. So, but yeah, yeah. that is really cool. Cause yeah, we'll be able to come back to an episode and like see the title and be like, Oh, this is what we talked about and kind of see where we were in our lives at that point, which is super cool. Oh yeah. Um, And then, you know, yeah, that is so cool. It's like, uh, like you said digitally archived, but it's kind of like, you know, in the movies you see, uh, like a kid will find his grandfather's or great grandfather's journal mm-hmm. from from when they were like their age or you know, an adult, and like just kind of see what they were going through. This is kind of the same thing, but you know, with word like with with audio recordings, which is cool. Oh yeah, it's just a different different means of it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is exciting to be able to go back, you know, and be like, just see where we were and how things changed and, you know, what we were thinking during those times. Um, 
how we were doing during those times, you know, things like that. That's super cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. All so, right, so we've been talking, you know, basically about our first topic, <laughs> but without even like trying, uh, but it's Thanksgiving <laughs> Turkey. Um, <laughs> hi Molly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about <clears throat> our Thanksgiving. Okay. And then we'll we'll jump into a little bit more about yours cuz there's there's a cool new game that uh the four of us all need to play. Uh but before okay. we get to that, um I think I've talked about it before, but uh Mr. Sammy, my father-in-law, grills turkey. And mm. it is one of my favorite things on the planet to eat. I get to look forward to it every year. Uh, a couple years for Christmas, he's done a grilled turkey just for me. Um, nice. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. But um, love that grilled turkey because it's moist, it's soft, it's it's perfect. It's just so good. So every year I get to look forward to the grilled turkey. Well, this year, David, my brother-in-law, um, his dad came to Thanksgiving too. And Mr. Bob, that's his name, uh, he brought a turkey as well. But he, like, oven-roasted his, just like mm. everybody does, you know? So it was, like, the best of both worlds, if that makes sense. It was, like, got the New Age grilled turkey, and then I've got, like, Grandma's turkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's super cool. <laughs> oh, dude, it was awesome. And, like, Whitney's family makes mac and cheese with uh, penne noodles oh. for Thanksgiving. Oh, it's, oh God. And... Like, they put um, a little bit of mustard in the mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, and, like, there's just a bunch of different southern southern takes on dishes for Thanksgiving that just blow my mind. But I always eat way too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, an insane amount of food, uh, which I did this year. Um, but we got to play a game. Um, shout out to Christian. Whitney's brother. Um, it's a game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Oh, yeah. Have you played that game? I have done the um, the manual part. I don't have the game. Chandler okay. had the game. And then I had the manual. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you've, you've done a little bit of it. I've done... I feel like I've done the fun part. You've done the fun part. Okay. Um, yeah. See, I think the fun part is the other way around, but that's mm. just me. That's um, so if you've never played Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, basically uh, one person has the bomb on the screen and the other person has a paper manual or a digital manual. You can do it on like an iPad or something yep. um, or your phone. Um, and basically how it works is that they, the person who has the bomb on the screen has different modules in front of them. And they have to listen to the directions of the person who has the manual, uh, but also describe the module. <laughs> and the yeah. modules are different every single time. Uh, and a lot of them are very similar sounding when you're describing them. <laughs> uh, so... Basically, you know, you work together as a team to decipher these modules, and if you lose, then the bomb goes off and you die. 
game over. Whatever. Um, nobody actually dies. But it's really fun. Whitney absolutely is obsessed with it. Hmm. Um, and she is dying to play it with you and Allison. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have to get it. Oh, yeah, we've we've got it. <laughs> well, we would need it, too, to play the actual game part. Or is it... Uh, so we would be able to... We could figure it out. Okay. Do you have it on, like, PC, Xbox? Um, PC. Gotcha, gotcha. So we would be able to... Um... Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. You guys, you guys would be the manual one week or something like that, and then mm. we would be the bomb, and then we could you could log into my account and yeah. we could play that way or something. You know, whatever. Oh. Yeah. We could definitely figure it out, but um, it's a lot of fun. I get really frustrated really fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she thinks that she and Allison will be amazing partners at it. Okay. I could see but that for sure. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know because Allison has the same brain as me. So, <laughs> but also like Allison is just so smart. You know, yeah, that's, not that that's you're true. not, but she's like on a level <laughs> that I don't know, didn't know was possible. And you know, so so I'm the dumb version. And she's the smart no, version. No, no, I get what you're, you're saying. I get what you're saying. You're you're above expectations. Lol. But she t- she takes she takes the exceeds expectations to like a whole nother level. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's not fair. to you know not to be a brown noser or anything, but right, you know. Yeah. It's not like you're dating her or anything. I don't. I'm not biased. I'm just speaking facts. Right. Right. Yeah. So how was, um, tell me a little bit more about your Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we uh, went over to my parents' house first for lunch. And um, so you said that you've always eaten too much for Thanksgiving. Always. Um, I, I would say I haven't had the opportunity to eat too much. Usually I'm eating leftovers on Thanksgiving, like either later that evening or the next day. So this year was the first year that I've been able to like stuff my face to a point where it was uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Um, so went over to my parents for lunch and it was just us and my parents and we had everything. Um, my parents, uh, the next door neighbor fried their Turkey for them. Oh yeah. That was really good. Um, we had macaroni. My mom made macaroni and cheese with bacon with Whoa. like, I wish I could tell you. It had, had like four different kinds of cheeses in it. Super good. Um, also made this sweet potato dish that had like, I think the best way to describe it would be candy, candy, like candy pecans on top. Hmm. I think it was, oh my goodness. It was like probably. 75% sweet potato, then 25% of this just, like, brown sugary, sugary, um, pecan, like, crusted thing on top. It, it was, it was like a dessert, but, you know, it was appropriate to eat with your main <laughs> meal. Um, and then we had, Allison made a corn casserole 
which uh, had like uh, regular corn, creamed corn, and then um, a box of like Jiffy corn muffin mix. Nice. <laughs> that was also a dessert. That was a that was uh, <laughs> accepted to be on the plate. So good. Um, and then so we had the corn, sweet potatoes, macaroni and cheese. Oh, and then Allison also made green beans. Um, that were just delicious as well. Um, she made those the night before, and then I think no, she like blanched them the night before, cause she's super fancy. And then she sautéed them the next day. Um, oh, that is yeah, fancy. So, yeah. Then we had rolls, and my mom does this thing where she gets, um, she gets these rolls that you bake, and she puts two rolls in a muffin pan. So like, you have the muffin pan. You put two rolls in each hole, and it like sprouts up, really large, and it looks like a butt, and it's just like a nice large roll in the shape of a muffin, and it's got the muffin top, um, and those are really good, and I feel like I'm missing one more dish, but I, I couldn't. Oh, there's stuffing. Um, oh, yeah. My mom made a stuffing, and Allison made a stuffing, and those are those are both very good. I don't so usually do stuffing. Is is the stuffing like crumbly? It is crumbly, yeah. It's like bread. It's like bread. Okay. Bread and so uh, yeah. that is like a Western stuffing. Interesting. So like Eastern, well, and I guess I guess it could be called the, the so Whitney's family doesn't call it stuffing, they call it dressing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Okay. So their dressing is totally different. Theirs is like in a pan. And okay. it's moist, and it's yeah. like, see, stuffing. Uh, but like where where I'm from, stuffing was like almost like a bread substance. Like this is like totally different. I don't know. We'd have to have Whitney on the cast to talk about it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it but was. Yeah. It was still moist. Yeah. So I guess it was more of a, more of the southern, eastern style. Yeah, it was moist. It was very, yeah, very good. Um, and yeah, so we did that with my parents, and then for dinner we went over to Allison's parents' house, where we pretty much had the exact same thing. Um, Allison's father did a fried turkey, um, and so we had that fried turkey. And instead of macaroni and cheese, we had mashed potatoes. Um, so apparently awesome. macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving is a Southern thing. Um, there's nothing wrong with more. that though. <laughs> oh no, I was, yeah, we were happy with what we had. And then mashed potatoes at, um, Allison's parents' house, which were just phenomenal as well. Mm. And, um, another sweet potato dish, um, more green beans. Allison's brother made a, uh, a Brussels sprout dish that I did not partake in because I did not do <laughs> the Brussels. Yeah, I um, feel you. And then Allison made a a great uh yeah a gravy. And and dressing was there. Gravy was phenomenal, all around a good time. And then tonight doesn't which is going off topic, but tonight Allison took what we had left over from the turkey, and she made turkey pot pie with biscuits. Yo. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty it's, sweet. Uh, yeah. It's a good, it was a good time. I had um, Mason's leftover lunch macaroni for dinner. <laughs> oh, dang. So nice. I think you beat me. I think you beat me on the dinner department. <laughs> That's all right. We'll have you guys over and Allison will whip something up sometime. Yo. Yeah, we got to figure that out. That would be. Yes. That would be classic. That would be awesome. Um, And yeah, we went on a walk with my parents. And then we went on a walk after dinner because we needed the food to settle or do something because it was not comfortable. <laughs> That's the uh, walk after dinner did not help at all. No. Um, it made it worse. But the walk after lunch was surprisingly nice and you know, it it really it felt good, but the dinner walk it just felt like the gas was moving around and it wasn't <laughs> very good. Um but yeah. So good good Thanksgiving time. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, speaking of good Thanksgiving time, and good, you know, just like leading up to the Thanksgiving preparations and then after Thanksgiving, we mm-hmm. have our next topic of uh, The Mandalorian, which is uh, <laughs> may or may not be a hard right turn from what we're talking about. But yes, um, I am going to make a quick statement that I made on Twitter last night uh, that might be a little divisive. Um I think that The Mandalorian is possibly the best Star Wars we have ever seen on screen. (laughs) Um, Wow. And that is from someone who... Well, okay, now that I think about my tweet last night, I said, and that's coming from someone who likes 7, 8, and 9. But that just makes me sound like an idiot. (laughs) It does make you sound like you have no taste. Yes, so (laughs) disregard my tweet. Uh... I was, yeah, okay, it was late at night, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Um, But, like, don't get me wrong, 4, 5, and 6 are classic. 1, 2, and 3 are, like, what we grew up with. And then 7, 8, and 9 are, like, you know, the new age Star Wars, which I love them all, Mm. don't get me wrong. But I think The Mandalorian's my favorite out of all of them. That's fair. Um, I don't think that's too, too divisive. Um... No, but my tweet was. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you said a statement, and then you're like, but let me just make that statement null and void to anybody who is a true fan of the series. Basically. If you said... I even hashtag the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, they're probably, don't, don't do this to us. We don't need yeah, this just, on our page. Mac, at Mac Attack, shut up. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, that's yeah. So, um, the Mandalorian is very well done. Um, and yeah, if you don't know what the Mandalorian is, it's a Star Wars show on Disney Plus. Pull your head out of the sand. You should do that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a Star Wars space western would probably be the best way to describe it. Um, and that's how I've heard it described. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I think when it, as far as it comes to substance mm-hmm. per minute, I would say I could I could almost I think I could agree with it being the best Star Wars we've seen on screen. Cuz we fair. get we get a lot of the of the universe. 
in each episode. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of information in each episode. Um, and I would say more so than what we've gotten in the movies. And I don't know. But the movies are great. And before, the movies were all most people had to know anything about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Unless you played... If, if you didn't play like a Star Wars game, like uh, The Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, if you didn't read any of the books that may or may not be canon, because it's, I think you can license, or they're, I, I don't, I don't understand Star Wars. I don't know <laughs> if the characters are or are not, I mean, I, I'm sure they are copyrighted. I don't know where the rules are that. I don't know if it's just really easy to license them, because um, there are oh. a lot of books that aren't canon. Well, so we'll ha- we'd have to have my buddy Sam on here to explain all that. But like when Disney took over, they kind of like jettisoned most of that, but mm. then like somehow brought some of it back. Like <laughs> I don't know, they they made some decisions that like no, 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 we like this part of it, but we don't like that part, and you know, there's. There's all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, Interesting. Like there's there's a comic that like Chewbacca uh, crash lands on Earth, and uh, he's the um, he's the uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> ah. um, like all sorts of just like little things like that that like don't quite. I guess makes sense, but yeah. I don't know. And I think that's more of like a joke story than anything, but like there's, you know, there's stuff with the like Knights of the Old Republic and the Old Republic and stuff like that, that is canon, but there's stuff that isn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a very convoluted story. Yes. Um, but I guess it's safe to say anything post Disney is canon. As yeah. far as, uh, as far as digital content mm-hmm. on screen, um, are the books that have came out since Disney took over canon? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like you said, it's kind of a big spider web of just stuff. Yeah. Um, I do think that the Mandalorian is trying to streamline a lot of that, though. Mm. Um, especially with like the recent character drops that have happened uh you know we've oh got my goodness <laughs> yeah um so we had bo-katan in uh episode three um was it three i think it was four maybe it was four um holy cow then there's a whole episode in my brain that like i don't remember oh well i watched one through four like all in a day. So, mm. um, but yeah, we have Bo-Katan and then we have some of the other Mandalorians that like take their helmets off. Yep. And Mando immediately like freaks out and he's like, where did you steal that armor from? And it turns out that he is from, you know, all the people who are the Star Wars nuts have put it together that he is a part of the Death Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, which was like, and you know, she even references it is like a, religious zealot form of the Mandalorians who have like are trying to bring back the old way. Um, 
but Bo-Katan uh, sends Mando to find a Jedi. Um, and yes. it's interesting because I wouldn't even, you know, based on what I've read, uh, wouldn't even consider uh, Ahsoka to be a Jedi anymore. Uh, it's kind of like the same way that Luke was considered a Jedi. That's fair. Like she was trained as a Jedi. Trained as a Jedi, yes. Okay. Not okay. She was she was trained by as a Jedi, and I don't think she was ever trained as a Sith. No, well, I don't know. So there's like there's a bunch of stuff if 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 you read about it or watch the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels and all this stuff. Um, Ahsoka was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice during the mm-hmm. Clone Wars, which is weird because he was still an apprentice himself. But yeah. whatever. Um, it's awesome because Ahsoka is a really cool character. Um, Probably the best Jedi we've ever seen. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we see her recognize the Jedi as basically like straying from their path mm-hmm. of like good and things. And so she leaves and I don't know why she has white crystals Ooh, in her lightsabers. So I, can tell you, I can tell you why. Yeah, go for it. So, so Katano, she's known for having the two lightsabers and the unique lightsaber style. It doesn't really have anything to do with her lightsaber crystals. But she started out with green crystals. Um, and then I think she lost the lightsabers or Anakin gave her uh, two blue crystal lightsabers. Or two Mm. blue crystals. And she was using those. But during the order... During Order 66... um, She... uh, Departed from those for some reason. I'm not sure the exact reason on that. But... um, There were Sith Inquisitors... You know, obviously hunting Jedi at the time. Mm -hmm. And she... Got... Two crystals from... Some Sith Inquisitors... That she, you know, won from them. And she um, purified the crystals. And that is why they're white. So, they are crystals that have previously cracked and bled. And they are now purified crystals. Okay. Yeah. So, that's that's why they're white. Because they're so pure. Yeah. Um, Okay. But yeah, she holds her lightsabers backwards. Yes. Which does it very. It's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, very cool. Uh, Does it very um, Force Unleashed style. Yeah, there was a moment in The Mandalorian where she started to not lose against the lady with the spear. But she mm-hmm. was getting serious, and she turned them backwards. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that, but she was yeah. like, "Okay, all right, let's let's play." <laughs> yeah. And the lady was like, "Oh, okay." She yeah. wasn't happy about that. Um, so, um, yeah. So we have other Mandalorians with rich lore. We have Ahsoka Tano with rich, rich lore. Mm-hmm. We have um, Grogu. 
being uh, the child's name. Yes. Which and, I yes. think is cute. <laughs> yes. So it's it's great that he has a name now. That is awesome. But also, I think the bigger part of the show from this from episode five specifically mm-hmm. was that. Um. Goodness, I'm losing it. Was that Mando? That Mando had to be the one to motivate the child mm-hmm. to use the Force. Which says a lot about Mando and what he's done for the child so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for the journey they're going to go on to the the Jedi uh, ruins. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Ahsoka even mentioned she said she he looks at you like a father. Yeah, and like I don't know that was really sweet, <laughs> but yeah. um. Yeah, like, there was some crazy stuff. Like, uh, he was trained, uh, and he's from Coruscant. Yep. Which is uh, Leia's home planet. Am I right on that? You mean Padme? I thought it was Leia's home planet. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, it's not Padme's planet. Um Leia, I think Leia grew up with um, Senator Organa. Yeah, she did. Um, Oh, okay. I'm thinking, what was the planet that that was blown up by the Death Star in A New Hope? Alderaan. Alderaan. That's, okay, I'm an idiot. Never mind. So maybe they they did live on Alderaan. But Coruscant is where the Jedi Temple was. Correct. From... From the f- the first trilogy, yeah. So I'm an idiot. Never mind. Um, but yeah, like we know that he was trained there. Uh we we have a mention of Yoda dropped in the Mandalorian, which yeah. he's still alive at this point. Um, we have potential no. like no, no Yoda's dead. This is, is he? Yeah, oh, it's Mandalorian four. takes place. It's between six and seven. Yeah, six and seven, not okay. Three and okay, four, so yeah. Yoda's dead. Oh, Obi Wan's dead too. Then. Yep. So the only people that would be alive would be Luke, Leia, Han, maybe, probably not Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Probably not. No, yet. I don't I don't think he's if if he's alive, he's like two. Yeah. Um but we have potential Darth Maul showing up. Hmm. Um maybe. I need to look at my uh, timeline again. <laughs> well so Darth Maul would be old. I don't know how long Darth Maul lives. I don't know. I don't know if he ever gets killed in the Clone Wars. I don't know. I thought Ahsoka no, he, fought him. He won't. He he wouldn't be killed in the Clone Wars because he's still alive. Uh, he's still alive Solo. in Solo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, supposedly there was supposed to be a Darth Maul show. Yeah. So I don't know if they're continuing with that, but that would be cool because then they could bring back um, 
young Han. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I thought I thought Ahsoka was amazing. Like her action scenes were incredible. Oh yeah. It was oh man, and like they. I think this is the first time it's referenced on screen, but they like acknowledge the facts that the fact that like lightsabers give away your position mm-hmm. if went where you would may have a tactical strategic advantage so like her turning off her lightsabers because it was so foggy that was awesome yeah yeah but i think like i love the fact that she was like an assassin almost mm-hmm. like she just yeah. popped up wherever she needed to be and then bam like even in the scene where like they're doing the siege on the city yeah and she's like you know she's darting from different sides and stuff and she's jumping from the roof there's a scene where she just walks (laughs) like just oh so cool just yeah like if you didn't if you didn't know who ahsoka was before um like I had never watched the Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that. I'm gonna go back and watch some stuff because she's yeah, I've heard it's pretty long, but yeah. uh, uh, she's slowly becoming one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Yeah, she's really cool. Um, there's I, I think there was talks of her having her own TV show or a movie. Ooh, um, I'm at down. some point, and now that they have. Um. Oh man, I can't. Uh, the name is escaping me. Now that they Rosario have her Dawson? cast, yeah. Now that mm-hmm. they have her cast, like they might have a chance to really do something with that. I hope um, so. I don't know. How cool would it be to have her fighting Darth Vader in live action? <sighs> How cool would it be to just have Darth Vader being Darth Vader in live action? Oh yeah. You know. So yeah, that would definitely be cool. Um, it would be interesting for them to make like I don't know how they would do it because it like the Clone Wars TV show just really I mean it gives you an insight to what happens between two and three mm-hmm. the movies but it's also like doesn't make any sense because Ahsoka is not mentioned at all during yeah. Revenge of the Sith so I don't know. It'd be really cool if they could give us that in-between movie that sums up the Clone Wars in a way that gives us what we need out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But it would be cool for her to fight Darth Vader. I don't know if Darth Vader would win that fight, though. I, I don't know. I want to see Hayden Christensen back. Mm. Personally. I, yeah. I don't know if he would do it, but I... Ooh, I want to see him back. I cannot freaking wait for the Obi-Wan show. Oh, yeah. That, Ewan oh, McGregor is... Yeah, oh, yeah. Ewan McGregor is like... Obi-Wan, young Obi-Wan is my favorite Star Wars character. <laughs> hands down. Um, can't wait to see more of him. I know it's going to be like a darker side of him because it'll be after... I mean, supposedly, it'll be after Anakin becomes Darth Vader, and he goes into exile, and things like that, but, um, 
Another note on the Mandalorian, I love that it painted the sand people as not, like, just these evil, you know, creatures that, like, just kill for sport. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Thought that was awesome. Timothy Oliphant's uh, sheriff character was amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's just, it's, dude, I'm telling you, it's so good. The show is really good. Um, I bet Ahsoka will show up in Obi Wan. Oh God, TV I hope show. so. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I told you. I told you that. I don't know if we actually talked about it on the on the podcast when we went to Second and Charles, but I told you in Second and Charles that I really wanted a like a Darth Vader becoming Darth Vader. Yeah. Series, which. I guess you don't have to cast Hayden Christensen because he's already in the suit. So you could actually get away with whoever you wanted in the suit. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, have have Darth Vader go through. Because like, in the comics, like, Darth Vader is like a destroyer of planets. Oh, in yeah. A way. Like, he, he like annihilates entire people. Uh, peoples. So The movies paint him out like, you know, obviously he was the greatest villain in cinema for years yeah but we don't see him do anything compared to what the books and the comics and the games and things like that show us what he can do yeah and you're right he he is a monster (laughs) yeah he's insane and you say that he was the biggest villain and he definitely was for a long time Mm -hmm. but i wonder if that stopped when people saw um what is it? Empire Strikes Back? Is that the sixth one? No, that's uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so I wonder if in Return of the Jedi, if like people stop seeing him as a villain. Because if you go back and watch 4, 5, and 6, Darth Vader is not that terrible. No, that that's what I'm saying, is that we don't see him do... Right. We see him in 3. I mean, he kills children, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think they made it that way to like show us like no this guy's he's he's not in a redeemable state at this point <laughs> he is yeah. literally he's not he's only doing what he's told to do and when he stops doing what he's told to do he high comment he comes unhinged. So yeah, that's and that's the state in which we see him in the comics and the books and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> hmm. can I help you? But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is my cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mandalorian has been great from season one to season two. Not really any kind of fall off. And I was thinking that maybe. John Favreau was going to take it a different direction because, like, after all, it is called The Mandalorian. It's not called The Mandalorian and the Child. Oh yeah. So I was, I was really expecting like him to leave the child with Ahsoka, mm-hmm. but I was like, ah, I feel like they're going to lose a lot of people if they do that because, like, yes. the child. A lot of people watch it for, um, the child. What's his, his name again? Grogu. Grogu. Um. But. I think them going this direction with, you know, Mando accompanying the child to 
this, you know, force-sensitive area where he'd be faced with a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be very interesting. Because, like, I mean, like, it was touched on in Episode Five, but Mandalorians are, like, against the Jedi through yeah. and through. They're enemies. Um, yeah. But I think the thing to think about with Mando specifically is that he is not a Mandalorian by race. He's a Mandalorian no. by by um like adoption. They mm-hmm. kind of stole him from his home planet and turned him into a Mandalorian. So <laughs> that I think that's where we kind of get his independentness mm-hmm. and independent, you know, actions that he has where you know he goes against the uh the what is it called the bound the guild he goes against like the guild rules of like accepting a bounty and doing all this stuff with that Um, yeah he's not like a he's not just a cookie cutter assassin he's a you know he's a person underneath the armor yeah um and yet maybe adheres to like some of the weird rules yeah doesn't take his mask so. off i th- i think he's gonna take his helmet off i think i don't know i feel like something's gonna happen whenever they go to the planet for uh i forgot the name again for the child and Coruscant. is that where is that where he's is that where he's taking him was to Coruscant? oh i don't know ah <laughs> I think it was a weird sounding planet, but I think my, whenever he takes my him there, jaw was still in my lap from the scene before. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, yes. I think uh, I think his mind's going to be opened through the Force, and mm. he's going to maybe like see something that's going to change the way he thinks about the Mandalore, um, in that kind of sect. Maybe I don't know. That's really cool. I I, uh, I definitely think we're spoiled with it i think you know because with with star wars 9 being out you know they're they don't have to make more star wars <laughs> no so but, i oh. but you know we're talking about one of the companies that is the best at making money yeah that's true and they know what people want <laughs> And the yeah. people want to see more of this universe, so they're gonna give us more of the universe. Dude, if... I don't, I don't know who came up with Baby Yoda. Like maybe mm. it was John Favreau. I don't, I don't think there has been something as big of a money machine <laughs> as Baby Yoda is has been um, since like Mickey Mouse. Uh... <laughs> Dang, that's fair. Um... I would be curious as to how people um, took the Ewoks when they first came out, though. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like I've heard a lot about Ewoks in my time mm-hmm. for them being such a minimal part of the fifth movie, sixth movie, sixth movie. I think it's I think they were in maybe in five. Maybe. Know. Um. But yeah, the child is big and. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish I wish kind of wish Disney owned like purchased purchased uh Harry Potter cuz we would have <laughs> yeah. as much content with that and it wouldn't be these movies that come out every four and a half years it'd be a TV show or something that is actually well done and 
kept up with and thought out beforehand mm-hmm. kind of thing. That would but, be cool. Yeah, we can't always but, get what we want. No, we cannot. Um, and what you said about the sand people was, like, I thought about that too when I was watching that episode. Like, he was, he was talking with the sand people. Yeah. Bargaining with the sand people, sitting down. In like community with the sand people, having mm-hmm. having a meal, um, which was just something that we beforehand we thought the sand people were savages. Oh yeah. Um, because you know, they they took Shmi from mm-hmm. um from her husband. They pretty much like I don't even know what their purpose. Okay, <laughs> be careful. This episode I don't even brought know. to you by cats. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I don't even know what their purpose of um, like taking her was. Like, It doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like they were... I mean, maybe they were going to eat her, but I don't know why they would keep her alive for so long. I think so, they were just... I don't know. They just made her a slave. Oh. Interesting. I they don't know. have anything to do. They're in like... It, it, should, it was just very weird plot device in my opinion um, yeah but now yeah we saw that they they could be reasoned with and bargained with and stuff like that so that was really cool and like they're not dumb no like they actually thought things out and stuff like that but yeah they're... the Mandalorian just seems it's like it's well 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 funded and we get get all the money out of it that we can oh yeah which I mean, deservedly so. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So, what was our third topic? I don't remember. <laughs> third topic is uh, Black Friday purchases. Black Friday purchases. Um, if I could, I'd purchase the next few episodes of The Mandalorian to come out right now. Um, I think, so, did we talk about that? What? Have you and I talked about that before? What, you like pre-purchasing was, the season? Yeah, like if you were able to pay an extra fee and unlock all the episodes at once versus waiting for them to come out episodically. Have we talked so about we, that? We haven't talked about that, but I think you and I have had the same thought here. <laughs> yeah. Like I would probably, I paid 20 bucks to have all of The Mandalorian right now. Yeah. Like I mean, season I, two. I could see... Yes, I could see the problem with it, though. But if we could figure out how to get rid of that problem, that would be <laughs> awesome. Because, you know, people are going to spoil it or leak it or oh, whatever. Yeah. But if there was a way to circum- circumvent that, then yes, I think, oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I'm with you there. But uh, back to Black Friday purchases. So you go ahead with yours because mine are sitting in a cart until Monday. <laughs> Okay, I gotcha. For Cyber Monday? Uh, no, just that's when I get paid. <laughs> ah, smart, smart, smart. And the deals it's... are, th- these deals are through the first. Okay, so Tuesday, I gotcha, cool. Um, so, we, uh, we had to go to Target to get, I think like gift, not gift, to get tape. And maybe one other thing. So we go to Target and um, 
they had the I think we talked about it on the last podcast. They had the 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 boxes out with the discounted Blu-rays and DVDs. Oh yeah. And I think uh, I think you made fun of people that go for those, but uh, we went for those. Um, oh, I'm going for them. <laughs> Target. Did I make had, fun of them? I don't I, think I made I, fun of them. I think you mentioned like knocking people over for discounted DVDs or something. Oh, know. that would be me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of something. I don't know. But yeah, so um, they had buy two, get the third one free, and they also had the DVDs slash Blu-rays themselves discounted already to a certain amount. So, um, and it was just mixed in whether it was a DVD or a Blu-ray. Uh, depending, I guess, on what they had or what they had left. Mm-hmm. So we got we got two gifts for people. So I can't tell you what we got for as far as those are concerned. But they were they were a couple box sets of a certain. One was one series, and another was another series. Nice. Um, and then we got um, the Mission Impossible one through six on Blu-ray. Nice. Um, we got Lord of the Rings theatrical oh. versions on Blu-ray, so the the trilogy there, and then we got Jumanji the the two new Jumanjis. When we went to Second and Charles, I got the Jumanji Blu-ray for four uh, K for four K for the original Jumanji, and mm-hmm. now we have the oh, two new yeah, ones. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then. There's one more. There's one more. We got Mission Impossible, Jumanji, Lord of the Rings. Maybe maybe that is it. Hold on. No. Oh. Well, hopefully y'all didn't hear that. Those are supposed to be surprised. Is that all we got? Okay. Yeah, so we just got those. Nice. Um, yeah, and then we also got a sound bar for Black Friday as a gift for ourselves. Well, I guess the, the movies are also bar. a gift for ourselves. But yeah, nice little upgrade from the standard TV speakers. Um, it's been a good purchase so far. Can nice. Can pair Bluetooth with our phones. And, you know, obviously play the sound through the TV as well. But, yeah. Those are great until your two-year-old learns how to turn them off. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because we've, we've stripped the remote of batteries, but he's, he found the power button on top of Yikes. it. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, sound bars are legit for sure. So what are you are you gonna tell what you have in your cart or no? Oh yeah, yeah. I can tell what I have in my cart. So um this is me being entirely selfish. <laughs> uh mm. however, um for those of you who know me, I'm super excited about the new video game systems that have come out. <clears throat> and uh I'm going to be picking up a PlayStation 5 at some point. So, 
Sony is having a huge digital game sale. Um, and so I'm going to be picking up some of the games that I have physically, uh, digitally, if that makes sense. Um, because I think I'm going to get the digital PS4 or PS5. Okay. I'd, I'd like to get a regular one if I can. Mm. But, um, so, to, to, and there's a point to this, I promise. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I have the Kingdom Hearts all-in-one package in my cart right now, which is one and a half and two and a half HD remixes, 2.8 HD, and then um, three all-in-one package. I have them all on disc, but I've lent them out to people. Mm. And I don't think I'm ever going to get them back. <laughs> so, uh, therefore, I have that in the cart. And um, I also have uh, Persona 5 Royal in the cart. And Persona 5 Royal is an upgraded version of a game that I have already. Mm. Um, but... It is the like the deluxe remade version of it, so it's gonna be epic. But nice, we are gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. All right, back. All right, yeah, we're back. Um, one more thing that I have ready to go, and I can actually talk about this because she already knows about it. Um, I have mm. uh, in my cart, um, I have a Polaroid camera for Whitney. Um, mm. We're going to get her one of the Polaroid cameras uh, that spits out like a full Polaroid. Oh, wow. You know, there were uh, three to five years ago, they started making these like mini mini Polaroids that are like, you know, one inch by three inches. Um, yeah. But the quality on them is just, they, they, you just can't see the picture, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, her mom used to have a Polaroid camera that spat out like real full Polaroids and stuff. And it was like an old, legit Polaroid. Uh, so she um, had expressed interest in doing that. Uh, so that she could take pictures of the boys and put them up in their room and uh, of her kids in her classroom that she can, you know, give them the photo when, when you're done taking it and stuff like that. So um, we're going to get her one of those. I'm really excited about it. Um, I know film is expensive. <laughs> uh, it's almost a dollar per print. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's expensive. Um, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be cool. You know, it'll be like a specialty thing. It's not going to be a, hey, let's go take a bunch of pictures of birds today. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, um, really excited about that. I think she's going to have a lot of fun with that. And, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be a cool thing to bring out. Uh, when we go to the zoo or when we go to, uh, the park or, you know, if she and the kids just want to take a quick picture or whatever. But yeah, 
That'd um, be really cool. Yeah. So those are those are my Black Friday purchases. Uh, I have a a student who said he was going to go out and buy six PS5s. Um, okay. I don't think that happened. I haven't received a text from him yet. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why you would. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess the resale. Well, so he was gonna resell them pretty high. <clears throat> yeah, he was gonna resell them for fifteen hundred bucks a pop. Um, but you know, I don't. I haven't received a text from him saying that he got a couple. So, <laughs> what can you do? There, there, there are uh, yeah. not to veer off topic here, but. There are reports coming out of like UPS and FedEx drivers stealing them. That's smart. Have you seen these? No. Yeah, like footage of uh, like, you know, security cameras catching FedEx drivers, like see what's inside the box and then put it back in the truck and drive away. <laughs> it's horrible. Dang. Yeah. You can only get them online for delivery. Yeah. Most stores have them. Yeah, you can't walk into a store and pick one up. So, I don't know, man. I'm going to wait until the hype is over. Uh, yeah. And there's like there's no reason to. Um, I don't know if it's like a Call of Duty Cold War specific thing, but like that game is messing up consoles. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, so there... Yeah, yeah. Especially the first batch of any new console you don't want. Mm. Right. Um, or really of any like software or hardware thing. Um, there's going to be glitches. Yeah. There's going to be, you know, uh, software and hardware issues. I've seen people, you know, uh, I'm in a nerd group on Facebook. One dude's PS5 is already bricked and he can't get his copy of Demon Souls out of the console. Um, it's just stuck. <laughs> uh, a couple other people I've seen, like the, the controller becomes unresponsive and you're like stuck in a game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, it's nuts. You never ever, early adopters always tend to get screwed no matter what, but yeah, what can you do? Oh, so another one of my Black Friday purchases mm -hmm. was on Etsy. Nice. And it's another gift. Um, but I can't say what it is because somebody might hear it and then know what it is. The but, listener is listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think my first Etsy purchase, or maybe my second, but yeah, I'm excited about it. Etsy's cool, dude. Etsy's great. Yeah. Uh, we bought all of our masks from Etsy. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a grandma who, um, you know, we talked about Badger Creek on the podcast. Mm. This is a lady called Badger Quilts. <laughs> um, Whoa. But it's just, you know, a grandma who quilts. And when the pandemic hit, she switched over to uh, making masks. So uh, they're super comfy. We've been wearing the same, you know, we wash them, obviously. But, um, yeah, shout out to Badger Quilts on Etsy. Um, nice. Yeah, cause she. Th that's our uh, free promo of the day. Free shout out of the day. Free promo of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, had hadn't given one out. Given one out yet. Uh, 
last time I think I hit it the first 30 seconds of the cast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, really, really cool um, that Etsy's a thing. And, man, there are some crazy cool stuff on Etsy. Like, artists yeah. doing their thing. So. For sure. All right. Well, uh, jumping into the last topic. Mm. Of the night, or the day, or the morning, whenever you're listening. This one's spicy. Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. Um, oh, oh, but it that's is. True. What, are, what are what are what are you reading? What books are you, or a book? I guess you can only read. I mean, I, I don't know if you can read more than one at a time. But what book are you reading right now? If you can read more than one at a time simultaneously, we're saying, then your brain is far more powerful than mine. <laughs> Yes. Um, <clears throat> I just picked up Ready Player Two, Ooh. and I am loving it so far. I'm about halfway yeah. through it. Uh, just you know, reading it when I can, when the kids go to sleep and stuff like that. Uh, but um, it's very, very. Uh, I wouldn't say similar to the first one, uh, but it evokes the first one. Like, it evokes the feeling of reading the first one, which is really good. Mm. Because the first, or, you know, Ready Player One is one of my favorite books. Uh, The way that it, it, it almost makes you feel like you're one of the characters in the story while you're reading it. And, Mm. I don't know, the characters are very believable, the worlds that Ernest Klein has created for this are very, I don't know, they're enticing. You know, like the world basically operates through this virtual reality video game. Um, yeah. And I don't know, like you can be what you want to be, do what you want to do. Uh, and it's awesome. Uh, Ready Player Two takes that a step further uh, within the first, and I'm not spoiling anything because this is within the first like 15 pages of the book. Um, Wade, the main character, finds a uh, a prototype of a helmet that allows you to actually like neurally interface with the Oasis, so that you like you feel things and you smell things and you taste things and stuff like that. But not only that, you can upload recordings of like memories that you have or record Mm. instances of time. Uh, so like the examples that they, he gets are like a surfer and someone hiking and stuff like that. So, um, it's, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything else after that, but it's really, really cool and really, really well written. I think, I think Ernest Klein you know, he he knew what his audience was looking for with the sequel, and it's just kind of like more of the first one. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really awesome. How about you? What you been reading? Um, I've been reading "How to Be Anti-Racist" by um, Ibram Kendi. I believe that's how you say his name. And it's a really heavy read, mm-hmm. as you could probably expect 
um, it to be. And it's taken me a little while just because, like, it is so deep. And, um, yeah, there's just a, it's a, lot to, a lot to take in. So, like, probably do, like, a couple of chapters at a time mm-hmm. while I'm reading it. But <clears throat> it's a good... It's my first time reading a book for, you know, a perspective and for information on, you know, just the world around us. So, like, my first, like, nonfiction book, I would, I guess, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's just, it's a different read. Um, it's very interesting. I'm le- learning some good things. Um, and I'm enjoying it as I'm reading it. That's awesome. Um yeah and then i did i had the twilight series would be the next thing that i would read mm-hmm. um i think i read it i don't know if i read it all before or just the first two before but allison really wants me to read those but the way that you just described ready player two i might have to um make something happen with that oh dude so and it's funny you bring up the Twilight series because what's next on my list is Midnight Sun, which is nice. uh, the first Twilight in Edward's perspective. So yeah. <clears throat> once I'm done with Ready Player Two, I'm really looking forward to that. Also, real quick, this is two grown men talking about reading Twilight. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually really, really love the Twilight series. I know a lot of people give uh, Stephanie Meyer a bunch of crap I okay, sure she writes on like a lower grade lead, reading level, but who cares? That means that her audience yeah. can be bigger. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I just you know I'm a and Kaiser I think you are too. I think we're both romantics at heart, so this that story is really good for for us. Yeah. Um, but if you like uh, pop culture at all. Um, if you like 80s pop culture, if you like 90s pop culture and 2000s pop culture, if you kind of like video games, but not really, even if you don't like video games, you'd still like Ready Player One. Um, yeah, I could say. Yeah, yeah, like the movie does a good job of like showing off the pop culture references, but it's almost like more modern stuff. The book is a lot more like 80s and 90s. Um, and then the sequel to, uh, Ready Player Two is a lot more about like eighties and nineties culture too. Uh, but it's, oh, such a good read. Hmm. I might have to, I don't know. I really want to own Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the audiobook for Ready Player One. So I don't know, but it'd be easier for me to just listen to it on the way to work. <laughs> So might have to reinstate that Audible subscription and use my free token. There you go. To get it. Hmm. I've got them on my Kindle. We'll see what happens. Nice. Hmm. Ah oh, man. Got to, got some decisions to make because I got quite the drive on Monday. So maybe maybe I'll make. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right. 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 But yeah. That is what I'm reading and what I'm looking forward to reading probably going to reread the harry potter series shortly afterwards that's that's a series i think i've read 
Oh, geez. Deathly Hallows in eighth grade. Like I, I read it the week after it came out. Um, yeah. Like my mom got like, she pre-ordered her copy and got it in the mail and locked herself in her room for 12 hours and read the whole thing. Um, my mom's an English teacher. She's been reading her whole life. It's like her passion. So she reads like nobody I've ever met in my life. Um, but yeah, she read all 738 pages of it or whatever in 12 hours. (laughs) Um, so like her, her book came in like a, a little box that said like for muggles only and had like the Mm. owl and stuff. I wish she had kept it, but I'm sure it got thrown away immediately. She, tore it open and got to reading. But uh, it's not that I don't remember the story because I do, you know, but I think reading, you know, Order of the Phoenix back in sixth grade, um, I'd probably have a better understanding of the whole series as an adult. That's fair. So I'll add that one after Midnight Sun. (laughs) There you go. We still need to get Midnight Sun. Um, we have the other four in the series. Mm-hmm. The, and there's like a... I don't know. It's like an offshoot. The Bella Taylor one, I think her name is. Oh. It's about another vampire, I want to say. I don't know. It's... Interesting. So, Stephanie Meyer was kind of in... I want to say the realm of um, J.K. Rowling a little bit when it comes to um, just like adding things into her universe (laughs) uh, as it went along. Mm. Uh, So like, you know, there was like the, the, and, and not that there, you know, these things weren't already a part of the Harry Potter series, like the tale of Beetle and the Bard and stuff like that. But, um, like Stephanie Meyer wrote several other like addendums or short works to go along with Twilight that were just kind of like, here's more. (laughs) Um, that's cool. Yeah. But I've heard they're not, not as great as the series. I don't know. Yikes. It happens like that sometimes. Well, a lot of people give Cursed Child a bunch of crap, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. Story is weird. Yeah. And I, I get that it would be weird, but I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I don't we know. It's just do more the of... Hunger Games. Oh, dude. Yeah. I forgot about the, the prequel to the Hunger Games. Yeah. I don't know, though, because. I felt a little betrayed after Mocking Jay. The movie or the book? The book. Have you read it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So, have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. Both parts? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I don't even th- think I saw part two of Mocking Jay. Does her sister mm-hmm. die in the movie? I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, so Primrose dies in the book, um, which sucks because the whole freaking reason for her doing all this is to protect her sister. (laughs) 
So yeah. Primrose dies. She's like a medic, and like a bomb goes off and kills her. And then Katniss like ends up winning. You know, she ends up like defeating the Capitol and all this stuff. But then she ends up with Peta. Isn't happy in the end. Um, and the epilogue is written in a different perspective than the entire book is. Interesting. And it's it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember reading it and being like, what is this? <laughs> this is not even remotely... Like, it wasn't even... It's like somebody else wrote the epilogue. In a different perspective. And then just like dropped it and was like, there you go. That's it. We're done. And it's like, this is so anticlimactic. It's not even funny. But apparently Mackie's a little opinionated about books. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just not a big deal. Um, looking forward to you reading the Twilight series, though. I might reread it alongside you. Nice. Because it's been do it. It's been years with that one too. So Yeah. Hmm. That would be cool if we did a side by side read of it. Like read it out loud or just talk about it? Yeah, let's read it out loud. Let's meet every Thursday night for three hours and get through three chapters. (laughs) Oh an hour a chapter? Interesting. Yeah, I read real slow, Kaiser. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> that would be cool. Like a little, I don't know. I don't know. That would be cool though. Book club. Yeah. Book club esque. I think it'd be fun. We should get the ladies oh, yeah. in on it. We could. I also just reread Twilight, so that might be a hard sell. Well, that it should and be also, fresh on her mind. <laughs> that's true. Also, we'd have to share the books. That might also be difficult. Mm. Eh, she, I don't know. She might have that on Kindle or Nook or whatever. I've, we'll see. I've got it on we'll Kindle. It I could share it with you. Okay. You could set up like family sharing on Kindles and stuff. Interesting. But yeah, we'll get all that figured out. But hey, yes. episode 29 of the books. 29. I don't know if we uh, started this episode by saying 29 or not. But if you stuck with us that long, keep sticking with us. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Disney Plus. I mean, Google Plus. <laughs> don't, do, don't do Google Plus. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um... Sometimes we're good about posting, and usually we're not good about posting. That's true. I think I missed the, I think I missed the Twitter post, unless Mackie did it this week for last week's episode. Uh, I don't think I did. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know. We're proud of our it's content. Don't get us wrong. Yes. It's just... We're just not... We're not good at social media. <laughs> yeah, we're not social media... Social, social media savvy. However, savvy with social media. We still do have our Christmas trivia extravaganza going on. Uh, we have yet to post that Google form, 
but I'm going to yes. go in the other room right now and talk to Whitney about it. So there we go. Be ready um, to submit your yes. questions through that. For sure. And then wherever you're listening, leave a rating. Uh, it helps us out. Helps us get search found through the searches for random things. Um, but yeah, episode 29 of Keeping On with Mackie and Kaiser. And we've been keeping on well with you guys and together. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been Mackie. And I've been Kaiser. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. In the next one. Bye. (laughs) Bye.